0: Welcome to episode 129 of Girl Take the Lead, where each week we explore womanhood and leadership. And I'm your host, Yo Kenny. So, welcome to the party. Girl Take the Lead is two years old today. So, as I put this episode together, I'm listening to Cool and the Gang telling me to celebrate good times. So, come on. If you hear a yahoo, (laughs) don't be surprised. If you've been listening to our podcast, you probably know that self-promotion is very hard for me, and I suspect for many of you. Now, why would that be? Good question, right? Oh, yeah. So let's explore this together before we celebrate this podcast. Yeah, okay. I'm avoiding the self-promotion part of the party as much as I can, but I promised I'll get to it. Mel Robbins, in her book, The High Five Habit, says, we are great at supporting and celebrating other people, cheering for our favorite teams, following our favorite actors, musicians, and influencers. We buy tickets to their games, give standing ovations at their shows, follow their recommendations, purchase their new clothing lines, and carefully keep track of all their achievements from Super Bowl wins to Grammy wins. She goes on to say, we do a great job supporting and uplifting the people we love in our life, our partner, children, best friends, family members, and co-workers. We plan birthday parties and celebrations for everyone in the family. We take on extra work to support our overwhelmed colleague, and we're the first one to pump up our friend when they show us their dating profile and say, oh, you look amazing, or start a new side hustle selling supplements, and you buy a year's supply. We encourage everyone else to chase their goals and dreams, but when it comes to celebrating and encouraging ourselves, we fall seriously short. We do the opposite. We trash ourselves. And if you haven't heard our recent episode about the inner critic, I'll link it in the show notes. In bold letters, Mel offers us that it's time to give ourselves the encouragement we deserve and need and says this, self-worth, self-esteem, self-love, and self-confidence all begin by building those attributes within your self. And it's the thoughts and beliefs that take us down mentally, like guilt, jealousy, fear, anxiety, and insecurity. Now, I know a lot of you are Brene Brown fans just like me. Recently, I read her post, Hard Seasons and Wild Hearts. You might have seen it on social media, too. I'll have a link in the show notes for you. In it, she talks about some new research that she's doing on the emotions of learning, the construct of grounded confidence, And what she thinks we're missing when we talk about the concept of mental toughness. Oh, that'll be so good. She also says she's stepped back considerably from the public part of her life, especially social media, where defensiveness and armor and words as weapons seem to be the currency of the realm. She states that she doesn't know exactly how to do social media anymore. I so relate to this. And then when she goes on to say this, I love community conversation and debate. I enjoy sharing what I'm researching, what I'm observing about the world and what I'm learning about myself. I also love learning from other people's experiences and insights. Oh, boy. That sings to me. And honest to God, she goes on to say, I am a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad public person. (laughs) I'm an introverted homebody who can't be away from my family for more than a few days. And when it comes to social media, I can come completely undone when people are publicly cruel, threatening, or make up untrue things about me or other people for likes and attention. Oh, I think she totally captures what I worry about sometimes with the podcast being so public, and being so vulnerable. And that perhaps is why doing self-promotion is so difficult for me. She captured this when she said, I know that my soft front and wild heart can't be dependent on strangers on the internet acting right. I can't be okay only if the people of the internet are okay. Damn, she says. 27 years of sobriety, and when it comes to social media, I'm back at square one in Al-Anon. <laughs> I cannot allow my wholeheartedness to be dependent on something I didn't cause, I can't control, and I can't cure. Yeah. One bad comment, and I'm dwelling for days on it. (laughs) I can still tell you the first one I got on YouTube. That person said, looks like a Karen and sounds like an angel. (laughs) Still trying to figure that one out. (laughs) Thank you, Brene, for leading the way here. I totally get what she's saying. You got that right. And as a result of these insights, she's working on adding an entire new content library to Brown.com called the awkward, brave and kind edit. She calls it the ABK edit and her mission for this sounds eerily similar to my own. She says, One of her favorite things to do is to amplify the voices of people who are being brave with their lives and work. And she's going to build her community, a gathering of people committed to building connection, learning, and engaging with kindness and accountability, and be very disciplined about the comments section on social. You go, girl. You got this. Wow. <laughs> By reading this passage from Brene Brown, I could see myself as the introvert wanting to just keep doing the research. Just keep telling the stories of community organizations and brave leaders too on our podcast and have fun along the way So the podcast is approachable and helpful. And I provide a forum for learning that you'll find interesting and walk away, energized and feeling like the time was well spent listening to us. And most of all, a safe place for young Gen Zers and millennials to practice using their voices. So let's celebrate. Two years of doing that. So this celebration isn't really a celebration of me or something I've done. It's a celebration of us. Something we've done together and that I can get behind. We've been at this now for two years and some very key family members like Andrea Canny, Kiki Canny, and Emma Canney and treasured friends like Sheila, Cindy, two Andreas, Tony, Kathy, Rebecca, Katie, Sharon, Janie, Terry, Colleen, and Cindy. Oh, and Bonnie and Holly. You all held me up in the beginning. And then I found a podcast tribe of six peas in a pod. Melissa, Whitney, Misha, Rachel, and Rachel. There were guests that trusted me and became great friends, and there's too many of them to mention. And the many books we just had to read, hopefully saving you some time to get the insights from. I've had love, support, and encouragement, and you listened. These are all key components I needed to keep going. So thank you. Maybe you would like to celebrate some of the accomplishments we've achieved. Here you go. Yahoo! In 2022, we averaged 350 listens per month. And in 2023, we grew to 580. Currently, we're closing in on reaching 12,000 plays over the two years. But let me tell you, the big guys do that kind of volume every month. (laughs) Okay, I can hear you. Stop comparing myself. Be in the present to enjoy what I have. Got ya. Okay, about 80% of you are female. And we love our supportive men who listen in. And 44% are ages 18 to 44. And the 54 over 45. Such a nice curve. 54 of our episodes covered books. 48% had guests. 11% had my daughters as co-host. And 46 were solo episodes I did. There's overlap, my friends. So if you're trying to add these up to 100 in your head, (laughs) don't do it because many episodes had multiple aspects, like covering a book with a guest or my daughters. This last year, I learned to do video episodes and introduced a shorter version called a soundbite. We used that video to launch into YouTube music. What I'm most grateful for when it comes to you, our listener, is that it didn't matter what format we used, like having a guest or doing a solo episode. That was incredible to me. My takeaway? you don't mind just listening to me. And that's very humbling and wonderful to know. And you liked episodes with books. 20 of the top 25 shows over the past two years covered books. We're a very curious group for sure. And in those top 25, you've loved episodes exploring emotions the most. Love, kindness, empathy, compassion, stress, overwhelm. Yeah, that wonderful one called envy. We've put the spotlight on 10 organizations that are doing amazing things and highlighted the efforts of Gen Zers and millennials to encourage them to practice using their voice and to also raise awareness of generational leadership differences In 2022, there were 11 episodes featuring the voices of those generations, and we grew to 34 in 2024. And lastly, we are ranked in the top 5% globally, according to Listen Notes, and 189th out of the 3,000 management podcasts. Not bad, yo. Not bad just so proud of the work we've done. So I don't know if this was the kind of party you were expecting, but I think this works. And maybe that's what this is all about. Standing courageously with you as we learn our way through this maze, we call leadership and learning how to keep stepping Forward. Thanks so much for taking this journey with me. For our next episode, we have a guest, Michelle Phillips, who has authored the book Happiness is a Habit. Perfect with what we've been covering this month about happiness and the work we've done together about habits. She is the founder of Key Performance who specializes in increasing happiness and individual performance in the workplace. She's got great energy, you guys experience and insights into having a more joyful life. Oh, and we'll come back to Mel Robbins book in a later episode. And if any of you would like to join me in doing the high five, five day challenge, send me an email at yo at yocanny.com before February 2nd. I'll have a link to learn more about that in the show notes. Thanks for being here. Talk to you soon. Bye. Stock music provided by Jugbox Music from Pond5.